This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Global News at 9 o'clock. I'm Michelle Morton. CCTV footage of missing woman Florence Leong at a grocery store has given her husband hope. CKNW's Neve Anderson has more. Missing mom Florence Leong was last seen buying a banana and Gatorade from a store on Denman Street at 6.18pm on Tuesday evening. Her husband Kim says the CCTV footage from the shop shows she had the sense to eat and keep hydrated. Speaking to Global News during what he describes to be the worst week of his life, Kim is appealing for more people to come forward if they have any information. We're married for two years. We always wanted to have children and build a family. And everything was perfect. Everything was a bliss. Florence is thought to be suffering from postpartum depression. Neve Anderson, News Talk 980, CKNW, Vancouver. A family in Vancouver is devastated after their dog became spooked by a firecracker, then got hit by a train as a result. Ali Fluvog is now warning other pet owners to keep a watchful eye on their animals during firework displays. Fluvog said Fluvog and her family were at Trout Lake Park when their dog Maggie became spooked by a nearby firecracker and bolted. Maggie ended up on the tracks at Nanaimo Skytrain Station where she was sadly hit by a train. Speaking to Global News, Fluvog says she's thought it, she thought it would be safe to walk her dog during what is typically a busy time for fireworks as it was during the day. And we went during daylight hours because we know that at Halloween lots of firecrackers and fireworks go off so we don't take her out after dark but it was daylight and so for this to happen it's, uh, it's really frustrating. Fluvog says fireworks should be banned near park uh, dog parks. A sexual assault victim is calling for comprehensive sexual assault policies to be introduced to grades kindergarten to 12 schools. The B.C. government introduced a bill that requires every public post-secondary institution to develop a sexual misconduct policy. However, Lucia Lorenzi believes the same needs need to be done for K-12 levels. Lorenzi says she was sexually assaulted in high school in 2002 and did not know where to turn when it came to reporting the crime. There's been so much conversation in the province about putting these policies in place at universities. But the conversation around K-12 has been all but silent. And I think that really needs to change. I know that there's momentum in the states as well to talk about sexual violence in high schools. And it's really high time that we also do that here. Lorenzi will meet with an MLA this week to discuss the issue. An independent RCMP review board is now investigating the Mountie arrest of an elderly couple in Coquitlam last week. Video of the incident appears to show an officer dragging a man down a staircase while another officer arrests a woman who appears at one point to fall. The Civilian Review and Complaints Commission says it has received several complaints about the arrest, both from people involved and people who saw the video online. New Westminster Police are also conducting an external investigation. Two federal ministers have flown over the diesel spill site near Bella Bella for the first time since a tugboat ran aground there 18 days ago. Minister for Fisheries Dominic LeBlanc and Minister of Justice Jody Wilson-Raybould were invited by the HealthSec Nation to discuss the crisis. On-scene commander with the HealthSec First Nation, Jess Housty, says they provided the ministers with recommendations on how to better contain the spill. I guided them on an overflight of the incident site and was able to share with them a little bit about the wreck, the issues we've been experiencing and and trying to contain it. I, I think that they were open to hearing some very frank feedback. The Nathan E. Stewart had more than 200,000 litres of fuel when it ran aground, and so far, approximately half of that has been recovered. The U.S. election is just a little more than a week away, and Donald Trump is getting some help from his wife out on the campaign trail. Correspondent David Wright reports it will be Melania Trump's first appearance since her speech at the Republican National Convention. Melania Trump has been keeping a pretty low profile since that big rollout speech at the convention that turned out to have borrowed a few passages from Michelle Obama's past convention speeches. 
is. She'll be speaking on Thursday in suburban Philadelphia. This is a wealthy enclave that has lots of independent voters. Speaking for the first time since that convention speech, the Trump campaign pulling out all the stops. The Trump campaign has not said what the topic of her speech will be or whether she would be accompanied by her husband. CKNW News Time 904. Now the latest AM 730 traffic on CKNW. Here's Ray Luck. Good news. Light volume all around Metro Vancouver at this time. But over in New West, a reminder, there's construction taking place. This is on Columbia at McBride. Traffic is down to one lane east and west on Columbia there. Also in New West, Front Street is open to traffic now, but still this one spot where it's single lane alternating traffic, and that's directly underneath the railroad overpass. As well in Vancouver, construction on Canby southbound right before King Ed. The right lane is blocked until the end of the year. For the most up-to-date traffic information, go to AM730. All traffic, all the time. I'm Ray Luck. Now the sports on News Talk 980. CKNW in the major. Chicago made a comeback for Game 5 of the World Series against Cleveland with a 3-2 win. Indians lead the series. In hockey, Edmonton and Ottawa are going head-to-head. At the end of the second, the Senators lead 1-0. Washington is winning against Calgary 2-1 in third period. Buffalo beat Winnipeg 3-1. The New York Islanders down Toronto 5-1. And the Vancouver Canucks have a couple days off but will be back on the ice in Montreal on Wednesday. In the NFL, New Orleans beat the Seattle Seahawks 25-20. Now, Global Sky Tracker weather on CKNW. Rain for tonight and a low of 8 degrees. Tomorrow, rain will end in the afternoon, then becoming cloudy with a chance of showers, a high of 11 degrees, cooling down to 9 degrees tomorrow night. In Aldergrove, it's 9 degrees and raining. Outside CKNW at Pacific Center is 10 degrees. CKNW News Time, 906. I'm Michelle Morton. Well, welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on Newstalk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath. I'm your host. If you're staying with me for the second hour, thank you so much. I love having all of you with me every Sunday night to talk about one of my favorite subjects, sex. The other one is sex as well. But the other one is relationships. And I'm delighted that uh, Captain Scott is going to be joining me very shortly. You know him from the Jeff O'Neill Show. He's going to fake it big time and make you think you are listening to the Jeff O'Neill Show. <laughs> but you are not. You are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Um, something I did want to mention that I mentioned in the first part of the program, and I do like to fulfill my promises. Uh, just This is around uh, sexual abuse. There was a post on Facebook uh, that a woman posted, um, you know, she did wrote out on large index cards um, what had happened to her. She had met what she thought was the man of her dreams, and she went out with him for a year and a half. He was employed. He loved his mother. He had a great family. He had a child of his own, or two or three children, I think, of his own, and, and she had a daughter. And uh, after about a year and a half of marriage, Uh, which to the man she thought was the be-all, end-all. She got a call from the police, and she learned that he had sexually assaulted her 15-year-old daughter. So she went to Facebook. She took to Facebook, and this is one of the reasons that I do love Facebook and all of my 5,000 friends on Facebook. I would have more, but I'm not allowed. Uh, As I mentioned, I did win most popular in high school. But anyway, um, (laughs) it meant a whole lot then. Uh, But, you know... um, So this post, I absolutely loved it because she actually gave instructions on what you're to do. And I'm always saying, you know, when a child goes to their mother, uh, it often happens that the mother will say um, she doesn't want to ruin her relationship with her boyfriend. She may be dependent on somebody financially. And so this woman told this most beautiful story without saying one word, uh, talked about this marriage and talked about... um, 
that the, you know, what had happened, like the court didn't even notify. He was actually eventually arrested and jailed for 90 days, I think it was. And the court didn't even notify the mother of his children that this, what this monster had done. He was eventually convicted and, as I said, went into jail because these people are monsters. They're often hiding right within our own families. But this is exactly, I'm certain this woman was heartbroken, beyond belief, heartbroken, because she thought she met the man of her dreams. It's a horrific story, and uh, likely the damage done to her daughter uh, will be long-lasting, but one of the best things is that somebody validated it, somebody said what happened to you is wrong, and somebody took action to deal with that. And so this person um, was uh, ultimately convicted and went to jail. And this is definitely a subject that is very uncomfortable for a lot of people, but it's a subject that we need to continue to discuss long after that presidential election in the U.S. because a lot of th- people think, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about the issues that Donald Trump raised on that bus um, about sexism, misogynism, and the fact that he feels because of some perceived power on his part that he can do whatever he wants to women, grab them wherever he would like. And you know what? A lot of men believe that. But also, a lot of men are good men, and there are so many more men that are good men out there. But if your boyfriend, your husband, or some man that you know or even don't know assaults your child, sexually assaults your child, deal with it, follow through. And um, because you'll do your child a tremendous favor, and you don't want to be with that monster anyway, whether he's your husband or whomever. So... Uh, Now we're going to get to some of the relationship issues. And as I said, Captain Scotty of the Jeff O'Neill Show is here right in the studio live with me. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for for having me back. I surprised the uh, upper management of CKNW allowed this. (laughs) Did you tell tell them I was some other person from other... So an expert from well, you have Texas. A, you have a PhD in sex, right? Yes, <laughs> by myself. Excellent. Was, a, was that on the back of a matchbook that so, you got that? Solo journey. Solo journey. Yeah, to get my PhD in the sexy time. Fantastic. Yes. Well, you know what? I, you know, you relationships, you've got some experience and all. That's all it takes. You've said the word. <laughs> You're surprised at some of the emails that I shared with you. By the way, just a few rules before we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No names. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I never say, or if I, you know, if we... If so don't sent, mention Barbara from Maple Ridge. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't talk about okay, her. Okay, yeah, right on. <laughs> Make something up. Fake it if you must. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got a fake captain. I'm not a captain of anything. It's fake, so it's, I'm all good. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of faking, I got to right, say. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think that women should fake, and women are great at faking. Okay. I think mostly they fake, uh, but, you know, faking is not good. They're, go for the real McCoy, I think. Yeah, my wife is not good at faking. She's real good at disappointment. <laughs> Holy no personal stories either. But oh, yeah. You no. have a personal story. Oh, me. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm confused. No, you're, none, none of your personal stories are mine. Okay, mine? Okay. You know, mine are you're saving. I'm saving them for the movie. Okay. <laughs> well, you, when you come join the uh, world famous Sea Fox, the world famous Jeff O'Neill show, 99.3 <laughs> The Fox FM, 6 a.m. to. 10 a.m., and then a little show we do Saturday mornings. You, you talk about uh, your personal things a little bit, but not here, because this is your show. Not here, okay. exactly. All I right. rule here. Okay. I control here. Got That's it. right. Now, okay. you just brought everybody over to the world-famous Sea <laughs> Fox to hear about my personal stories. I think... <laughs> 
It's cross-promotion. I've never shared here, okay? But, uh, yeah, I don't think it's cross-promotion. I think it's one-sided. Okay. I think you've got All more right. more power in that relationship, no, no, anyway, no, in no. this relationship, because relationships are key. So you and, and this is key. The, the, the strong relationship, Maureen, you and I have. Yes. Because Sunday night is Walking Dead night. I know. I have not watched it yet. There's also a new show called Westworld on HBO. My wife is at home going, get, get home. It's not SEX now. time. It's... Walking Dead time <laughs> and Westworld time. Hang on. It's not because of the hunk that you are that she's saying, get home. No. I want you now. No. We've been get back here. <laughs> together for far too long and a little couple little midgy roommates ruin everything. So anyway, we try our best. Oh well, welcome to the club. Okay. Uh and that club is big. I mm-hmm. it's a gigantic club. A right. lot of people are having relationship problems and it's around sex. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with the um the first uh, question that I had, and we'll just get your, but, but, but if you're having personal relationship problems out there, give us a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. The lines are open. That's right, Matt, right? Okay. And um, Scotty, who has a PhD in sexy time, is here with me tonight from, you know where he's from, and need I say it again. But here's the first one. Dear Maureen, I am 30 and my wife is 32. We've been in a relationship for about seven years now. We got married last year. We are both software engineers with great jobs. She has been my only serious relationship, and I'm hers. Initially, it started with relationship issues. She was always telling me, I love you as my best friend as not, and not as a loving husband. Then, starting a couple of months ago, she started crying when we were having sex. When I asked her why, she said it's out of her control. We stopped having sex completely since last month because she is scared that she might cry again. And recently she's questioning why we did we even get married. She thinks she never experienced life, multiple partners, traveling, partying, having no responsibility. She says she doesn't enjoy sex usually. We used to talk and always find excuses why she doesn't like to have sex. Project deadlines, buying a house, not traveling enough. What am I doing wrong? Sam. Oh, I'm not Barbara from Maple Ridge. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no Barb from Maple Ridge. Well, that's a, that's a bit of a doozy. One heck of a situation there, huh? They're a well, young couple. Six years, like a big fan of whoever your partner is. If you want to get married, great. If you don't, no worries. But if you want to get married, put in some years first. Live together, live life together. And then if you want to get re- married, all right, pull the trigger. How many years do you think you should put in? Well, I did nine, and my wife would tell you that was probably a little too long. But it took me a while to come around to it. But <laughs> these guys did six years, so they knew exactly. They were Not a whole lot would have changed after getting married. I know. So were these issues not there beforehand? Because just because they got married, now things are going south. They're, they're only in their early 30s. And she was, she was 26 when they started going yeah, out. Yeah, that's, and not... that's And this is the only one that she's had an intimate relationship with? Uh, this this guy that she's married, her husband, and now she doesn't want to have sex? Crying during the sex. I'd rather a big no or i got to do my hair or something. <laughs> Crying? Oh, that's it. At that's least an- checking the iPhone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> little clicker, a little Westworld. This is a little dull. <laughs> Why are you is just it- watching the guy channel on TV? Let's go to the bedroom. <laughs> is but- there something else I can do during this? <laughs> um, so this is the problem. So it's crying during sex. Now... Something I would like to say, this is a little going off on a tangent, but I don't know if you knew this, but when a woman experiences, you know, a, a magnificent orgasm, she may actually cry. Oh, okay. So it could be a great thing, but I don't think that's the case right. in this. She's what's, what's this orgasm thing you mentioned? The uh, the womanizer? Oh, the woman. What? <laughs> no. 
I don't know what to te- what do you tell these what do you tell these poor people? Well, to be completely well, that's why you're here. No, what, uh, what would you tell them? I'd say you uh, move on. Move on. Time to split. Don't like buy the if house. He, if he's tried, if he's tried, she's crying during sex. Doesn't want anything to do with him. Love you as a best friend, but not as a husband. Even though we're married and we've been together for seven years, right? There's some serious issues. Ah, you could try the old counseling and all that, but there's a lot of red flags going on here. She's not happy. He's not happy. That's right. And I think one of the most important things here is that, you know, I think it's really important if you're going to marry somebody, and this doesn't happen all the time. I like chase brides and grooms down the aisle. Stop. Wait a minute. (laughs) The sex is going to end. Do you know what you're getting yourselves into? I had a guy came up to me on the street on West Georgia. I think he saw the woman eyes around my pocket. But anyway, no, he came up to me. He said, I've been married twice now. Why is it? Every time, as soon as I get married, the sex stops. And, you know, both both of them. But I think it's the most important thing, not the bank account, not the kind of car, not the kind of family they come from. The thing that's most important is, we're going to go to break. No. The (laughs) thing that's most important is sexual attraction. You can handle any marital issue if you have great sexual chemistry between the two of you. Do you agree? Uh, I'm still oh. waiting on that chemistry. I keep asking Santa Claus, but never, wait a minute, never you... keeps showing up. No. <laughs> There's that that attraction is natural. That's you know you have better sex, you have more creative sex. You're you're likely to be more creative. The, that's why when extramarital affairs happen, they are you know full of lust, full of creativity. You, they do a lot of different things. With somebody outside of the marriage because they can. Right. Because it's much more exciting. Because, so, you know, the long-term relationship or whatever, it can get, yeah. you know, so you have to be disciplined and, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway. So are you, are you telling this guy on Georgia Street that he there's no <laughs> sexual chemistry between him and his wife? That's why they stopped having sex after they got married? Is that what you're saying, Maureen McGrath? Well, you know what? I, I that's have pretty to su- say. That's a pretty awesome boom you're lowering on somebody well, on the street. Listen, if she, if she, uh, he's, he, he had been married a very short time the second time when he said that to me. He said it stopped. You know, both times he said, I can confirm that marriage is a sex killer. Yeah. And you know what? It's a lot of married people are not having sex. And why? So did you break this guy down? You say, hey, let's just take a minute here. I said, uh, have you watched my TEDx talk on the no sex (laughs) marriage? (laughs) 700,000 people have. I think this is a common bond in like three weeks. I've had about 700,000 viewers. I think I've been married a little. I think I've been married longer than I have not been married. And I'm trying to think. It slowed down a little bit. We got a little bit, uh, a couple little kids, but remember, I said nothing personal because we really don't oh. want to get in trouble. All oh, right, <laughs> yeah, I'm not married. I'm just a drifter. Just kidding. <laughs> but getting back to this poor couple, you know, it's really hard to tell your family and your friends and everybody that gave you all those beautiful wedding gifts, you know, six months ago. Oh no, they uh, a short time ago that that it's over. But you know, to be honest with you, she's saying she's living with regret, buyer's remorse. She hasn't traveled. She hasn't slept with anybody else. She hasn't. So this is going to lead to, you know, a lot of trouble. There's a risk of her going outside of the marriage. A lot of women will say to me, I, you know, I hadn't experimented enough or I married someone because he was good looking or he was had a nice house or had money in the bank or he's an alcoholic even. But I thought my biological clock was ticking away. And so I had to. So I married him and now I'm not sexually attracted to him. So I seek sex outside of the relationship. Anyway, so I think, yeah, I think you're right. Scotty, on this one, that it's time to uh, hang up the basketball sneakers and put on a new <laughs> pair of tap shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's you don't want to just sort of throw the old big D there for the divorce, but 
There's a, a lot of stuff going a on. A lot of issues. Lot I of think, issues yeah, I think there. it's time to perhaps separate and, and see how that goes. And, uh, and and they may reconvene later. I'm always and an it's optimist. Not there, I mean, of course, there's going to be kind of, you're going to be embarrassed with your friend and all of that. Of course, but, but you, you know you got to live your life. Nobody knows you're living, to be honest with you. Nobody really cares. Everybody cares about themselves. That's what <laughs> I've learned in life. <laughs> anyway, when I come back, we're going to be talking about low sexual desire in women and what a 93-year-old has to say about that. I'm Warren McGrath. Oh, you're listening to this. Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Another great song, Matt. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight. And Captain Scotty of the, you guessed it, Jeff O'Neill Show uh, from Fox, the world-famous Fox, is here in the studio because we're talking about relationships, really important relationships, especially if you're married, Those because uh, it can change, apparently. Uh, so it's great to be here. Great to have you here in the studio, Scotty. If you have a question about your relationship, if you're wondering if it's going, you know, if I were a psychic, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. the phone lines would light up about, you know, and I could just say, <laughs> I can predict your future. I have a third eye. You've never seen me. Uh, <laughs> I can t- and the phone lines, I'll tell you right, how your relationship yes. will be. But okay. otherwise, you know, people are embarrassed. They're nervous. Sex is a taboo subject. Yep. They think I'm going to bite them. It's Halloween. Which is, which is crazy in a country as forward thinking as Canada is. In 2018, we're going to legalize marijuana. You go to Shoppers Drug Mart, you get weed. Exactly. But you mentioned you wanted the SEX. But no matter where I go, people ask me about sex or talk to me about sex. Tell me there. I'm amazed at how many people share what's going on in their lives about their sex life. You know, and they know I won't tell anybody. I might talk about it on the show, write a blog, but you know, otherwise, no. It's all, all secret. But so many people have an issue and they want to say, you know, there is this normal? Is this okay? Or I know what you're talking about. When I when I did tell a couple of doctors that I work with um, yesterday about this particular email that I'm going to read and, and which involves a sex partner um, they both looked at each other. They're both married, and they both looked at each other, and they said, what What are we doing wrong? You know, <laughs> we're married. We don't have a sex partner. What is this? So I wonder if this is a phenomenon. I think it might be that. Uh, so I'll read this email, and uh, but, but don't forget, you can call in, too, with your question. I will predict your future. My number is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. This is a very interesting one. Um. Oh, that's the wrong one, actually. Where's the where's the big one? Oh, I think I'll have the low sexual desire. Are you that a different one? No, I was thinking of a different one. Anyway, I'll get to, I'll get to that. You know what? We don't have that much time, so I'm going to do the the low sexual desire one. So, okay. Uh, okay, here we go, dear Maureen. I hear you talking about women with low sexual desire a lot. You do mention that it can happen to men, although less frequently. Well, I'm a 38 year old woman who is in a marriage nine years where there is no sex. None. Zippo. Nada. For the past five years. I don't want to leave our marriage because of our son. Okay, we had sex once. I am a sexual person and have needs just like guys but do, but I am not allowed to say that. Recently, I met a man at work, and to make a long story short, we have the most passionate and best sex ever. He's married, too. No sex there, either. <laughs> no sex at that picket fence, either. What's a girl to do? I am so enjoying this affair but am I destined for a life of sex outside of my marriage forever? Wowzers. Wowzers. Yeah. Wowzers. You're surprised at this. This is commonplace for the my email, my inbox, <laughs> shall I say. <laughs> a lot of people are doing it with people they didn't get married to this while is, they're still married. This is true. Yeah. So yeah. Co- uh, 
um, obviously you're I know not some people familiar with this. <laughs> yeah, I know some people, but of all my friends, it's a very small number. It's a very small number of oh, people okay. that have either been cheated on or are cheating. Okay, it's a very small number. But what are the stats? These people, <laughs> yeah, that's Hang a on. doozy. Do they all tell the truth? Number one, right. like like yes. some of them might not tell, right? right? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, and so others um, might, you know, you might. Like some have been cheated on, and have they remained in the marriage? No, they haven't. They've left. Yes. So it's a deal breaker for a lot yes, of people. Which, of course. but it, in actual fact, it is uh, a sign that there are problems in the marriage. Now, I women will come into my clinical practice for one reason or another, and they may have been divorced, and I will automatically say to them, "How long was it that you were uh, in a sexless marriage before you got divorced?" And they'll say, five years, seven years." And that was what led to the divorce. They never got to the root of the problem. And so I say an emotional affair is more da- is more dangerous than a physical affair. But emotional affair is more dangerous. More dangerous. Okay. Absolutely. Right, yeah. So you may not have even had sex, but you might be sexting. You might be. Right. Um, you're totally detached to from the marriage. You are. You're telling the new one problems. You're getting right. excited over their right. work or whatever. And so you're removing yourself emotionally. But but the physical ones, there, it's like, you know, like this. The two of them are married. Both of them are married. Neither one of them wants to leave the relationship. If they can handle their brain chemistry and the release of endorphins and all that, you know about that because you learned about that getting your PhD at the yes. University of Texas. Yes, of course. Anyway, and um, but you know the endorphins that are released and the neurotransmitters, the dopamine and epinephrine. Uh, so if they can handle all that and not fall in love, right? You know, not mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. they keep it with just lust, right? Um, you you think that you can come back from that? For a marriage can come back from that? From an extramarital affair? Yeah, I absolutely do. I've seen it. I have. Yes, that, I have. But it's a, a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of hard work. Right. It's a lot of hard work. And what one of the most dangerous things is often you find the person who's been cheated on, they get to be the victim, right? And I'm not I'm not condoning that, but they take the role of the victim. I was cheated on. It's terrible. It's all the other person's fault, you know. And especially if it's a woman, we're great at crying, and so they blame the other person, and that other person feels tremendously guilty and feels really badly, and so they're they're living in shame, and then they might do a lot more extra yard work and stuff, and they're trying to make up. That's all it takes for it. Rake some more extra leaves. <laughs> I'm it. writing that down, Maureen. I'm quoting That's you. It. <laughs> That's it. Get a rake out. Um, but, you know, so they have the they have the power over at that time. Right. And they might take advantage of that. So there has to be forgiveness and understanding and then get back to, you know, what are the issues here? What are the problems here? So if if the if you know, there could be many reasons that this woman's husband has low sexual desire. He may have erectile dysfunction, low testosterone levels. He may have Peroni's disease. There are so many reasons. He may not be doing his Kegel exercises right. to, or his penile push-ups. Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I learned that from you, that paper that you wrote. I read about that. That yes. was excellent. It was called Tenacious D. Enjoy. <laughs> Tenacious D. Absolutely. Well, we have to go to break now. We're going to come back and read that one about sex partners. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Now, the latest global sky tracker weather on CKNW Rain for tonight and a low of 8 degrees. Tomorrow, rain will end in the afternoon, then becoming cloudy with a chance of showers. A high of 11, cooling down to 9 for tomorrow night. Tuesday and Wednesday, rain with a high of 11 degrees and periods of rain on Thursday with a high of 14. In Abbotsford, it's 9 degrees and with light rain showers outside CKNW at Pacific Center is 10 degrees. I'm Michelle Morton.
Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Maureen McGrath. Thanks for staying with me tonight. I am delighted to have Captain Scotty of the Jeff O'Neill Show of the world famous Sea Fox 99.3 FM. Weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Here. It is a great show, I have to say, and it's a, it's the highlight of my life when I when you guys invite me on, which is rare. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, well, we had that falling out, <laughs> and then I have to bring we. <laughs> yeah, we had that falling out. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh right, I forgot about that. That's why I'm so bad at relationships, which I you know I'm not that great. Like sometimes you have to you have to be strategic. Well, and you got to work. In relationships, work or sometimes work you gotta work, work. Sometimes you got to work at relationships. You do, you do, and it's not easy sometimes either. Because you know who's a mind reader, right? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty straight up, so okay. I have yeah, yeah. to. You know, I don't know about you, <laughs> but I am. Um, and so you, you, you don't know what people are thinking or how they're taking something or whatever. Who knows? Um, but anyway, nonetheless, we're here answering your relationship questions that you secretly send to me through my email sextalk at cknw.com and you do that fairly frequently so much so that I could write a book but I brought Scotty in because he has a PhD from the University of Texas that sounded so good go Longhorns Um, Captain Scotty from the University of Texas PhD doctorate Um, and I am Maureen McGrath I have absolutely no experience in this area it's just that I love sex right yes yeah Like most women, yeah, right, yeah. Like I don't know what's wrong with you guys. Yeah, no, we are totally not uh, hanging up our end of the bargain. Uh, no, you're not. You know, it's just like you know, like you're just like you know, honey, can we do it tonight? And you know, the guys are like, I can't. I, I had got a book chi- club. I had a <laughs> I had a Chipotle sandwich today. Oh good. I gotta paint the ceiling. <laughs> that's you know, like that's what happens, you know. And then again, we're like you know, wanting to have sex with our husbands and. And then you know you you make the advances yep, and and yep. and then he's like I'm tired. Yeah, I'm just gonna finish this chapter. Uh, oh, and then <laughs> just gonna have a bath. These are the things that you need yes. to. Um, yeah, and it's like you guys are always delaying, delaying, delaying. So sorry. Right? So sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know you want to have sex 58 times in a week. Uh, exactly. Like, what else is there to do, right? You know, I'm good with once every couple months. We women don't have anything to do, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. we're just waiting for you. Yeah. And so it's so weird, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to have sex with us. But, you know, low sexual desire in men is really, really common. But, you know, so you do this whole delay thing on us, and uh, you don't uh, want to have sex with us. Not at all, no. No, and, you know, we're the ones with the higher libido, Uh and, you know, we're we're after you. Bugging you constantly. And you're, like, playing dead as well. You know, like, you run upstairs and go to sleep really fast, and you're not asleep. Yeah. And then we're like, we go hide up the, after we... in the bathtub, sleep there. Won't, she'll never find me. Right. <laughs> She's going to attack me. Typical, typical. So I had uh, this, on this whole delay thing, I had somebody who emailed me, and unfortunately, fortunately I have a good memory, right? Right, Because, yes. um, you know, because that goes with blood flow, and, you know, my blood flows quite a bit. So this person emailed me, and he said that there was a... He had a story that he thought I had never heard before. Because I, I say generally that I've heard everything related to sex, but this one I hadn't heard. He's about 92 years old, if oh, I recall. Good for him. Yeah. And um, he had uh, he had a lovely wife, but she passed away about a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And um, But he was sexually active because his sex partner of the past 30 years. <sighs> yes, 30 years, a sex partner. 
So, you know, when... They had the relationship and all that and the grandkids and the great-grandkids and the birthdays and walks in the park and all that stuff. All that stuff. But and then he's uh, like, oh, I'm going down to the bowling alley. I'm going Air to quotes. the bowling alley. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. For 30 years? The Absolutely. For 30 years, the sex partner. But now he's having trouble. At, and he's a longtime listener. He's been listening to me for... Um, Four and a half years. 30 years? Long. No. Wait a sec. What's going on here? <laughs> Most men don't listen to me, okay? <laughs> they put the big giant headphones in. Shut her up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so for 30 years he's had this, and so now he's having some sexual health problems, and he doesn't have erectile dysfunction. That's okay. not what it is. Good, yeah. He doesn't have low libido, like most of you other guys out there that right, we're yeah. always, like, trying to have sex yeah. with you, and you're always declining no. or playing dead rather um, polish the silverware absolutely <laughs> but that's not a euphemism i love polishing i'll be up shortly honey <laughs> <laughs> as we lay up there in lingerie oh yeah waiting yeah. silver balls in everything oh my candles chocolate exactly yeah yep. yeah whipped cream oh yeah got it all yeah, yeah. there we are waiting and you never come up well I just need and to then... iron the socks <laughs> Just a couple more hours ironing the And it's the socks. 2 a.m. now, yeah. and I got to go to sleep, yeah. you know? Anyway, so um, this fellow doesn't have any of those problems, but what he has is something called delayed ejaculation, uh, which actually can happen to men, especially as men age. So, so this, how delayed? Like a week? Well, like a lot of guys would be really happy with delayed ejaculation. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Because most guys, you know, if we have a, a sex conversation or a little, you know, romp in the hay, you know, if you're if we're going for two minutes, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that seems like that's a commercial break. Ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. Okay, I can't laugh too much. Um, <laughs> oh, I get in trouble for laughing sometimes, but uh, no, it's serious. This is serious business. So delayed ejaculation, I'm not sure if you know what that is. Well, so does that with, mean he... Your PhD. At, right, yes. Well, at Texas, the university, we did a massive study. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I've never even been to Texas. <laughs> no, I've been to Houston. Uh, you can get an online degree. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. An exactly. online fake degree. You don't have degree. to go to Texas to get so, a So how does that work? Does, does he have an orgasm, but then the actual physical whoop de do at the end is delayed or the whole thing? Here's the deal. You're close. Um, it's, it takes a protracted period of time for, uh, or a protracted amount of sexual stimulation for a man to reach sexual climax. So it can take a long time uh, and, and to release semen, if at all, from the penis. So for a man to ejaculate. And some men are not able to ejaculate at all with this delayed ejaculation. It can be temporary or a lifelong problem as well. And this gentleman also had, he had some risk factors. And um, one of them was that he'd had a TURP. Do you know what a TURP is? No. A TURP? I used to use, don't use those camping. <laughs> I need to put a TURP What's up, it's raining. <laughs> I was thinking of that TV show. I can't think of what it, with the, anyway, in Cincinnati. WKRP? Yeah, that one, but it's not that, it's not the same. But this is a transurethral resection of the prostate. And so it's for men who have benign prostatic hypertrophy or hyperplasia. And so they have that, and that can actually lead to, because you're fooling around with the nerves down there uh, during surgery, it can lead to damage to the nerves, and it can actually lead to delayed ejaculation or delayed orgasm or no orgasm at all. He had also had uh, cardiovascular events 
uh, he had a history of a myocardial infarction or a heart attack. I'm getting really serious because you have a PhD and kind yes. of, I want to like, you know, match yes, our intelligence right, yes. levels, right? Yeah. So I will never get up to your level. But anyway, I'll try. Um, and, and so he also had that. And that's also a risk factor for delayed ejaculation. Uh, just aging is delayed. But some men need 30 minutes or more. I mean, really, at 92, you know, with all due respect, I mean, I do know a dentist who's like 88 and still mm-hmm. working. But, uh-huh. you know, you kind of have a lot of time on your hands, right? <laughs> like, in a way. <laughs> so, so what's wrong with 30 minutes of sexual stimulation? But it is frustrating because... Um, he's, he's got no control over it. No, exactly. Nothing you can do to speed That's things up. Exactly right. And if they can't ejaculate, it may not be as sexually satis- satisfying. Um, so you may have to see a doctor if it's not a situational um, thing. Like, is this only on in ninety-two-year-olds, or is this in fifty-two-year-olds no, and thirty-two-year-olds? It can happen at any time, basically. But it's really associated with men as they age, or certain surgeries that they may have, or medical conditions. Um, but it's a good idea to come and see me about it, or your doctor as well, because often if you go to your GP, they don't necessarily know about this because they focus on hypertension, obesity. And diabetes. So I focus on sex and sex and sex right. and, yes. re- <laughs> and relationships. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there there is treatment for this. Um, there are things that um, you can do. Some men are able to ejaculate only when they're masturbating, and so they're doing that, you know, hourly. So that's pretty good. Sorry, what least. was that word, masturbate? I've not heard Ma- of that one. You hadn't no. masturbation. No. Yeah. Well, that's like the most common question that I get. How much masturbation is too much it's masturbation? It's too much. <laughs> totally. The mo- and I'm like, well, you know what? You can, like... Go to work. You're good. That's all we care yeah, about, that you yeah. guys are working. Okay. I don't care about anything else. But there are certain birth defects that will affect the male reproductive system. There's injury to the pelvic nerves may be a cause. We want to get serious here. Urinary tract infection can cause this. As I mentioned, the TURP, neurological diseases, diabetes, diabetic. Oh, diabetes. You diabetes. love that one. Diabetes. Diabetes. Uh, you can get diabetic neuropathy or a stroke <laughs> or damage to the spinal cord. Hormone. You're going to learn a lot. Hormone-related conditions like low testosterone or See, low thyroid. You mentioned all these great things. Yeah. There is no way in hell a guy, like unless things are falling off or whatever, <laughs> there's no way a guy is going to go to a doctor or seek out any help. Well, they come to me. Well, that's good. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. And in fact, this gentleman said, you know, how, do, how can I make an appointment? Um, so, yeah, you're right, though. Why is that? Why won't guys seek out help for their sexual <laughs> dysfunction or sexual health issues. I hate to use the word dysfunction. You know, that's from the psychiatric disorders, the DSM-5. But, you know... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know I did, that uh, book, yeah. DSM-4, but I didn't uh, go you to DSM-5. You haven't DSM read DSM-5 five yet? Yeah. Like 9,000 pages. But, um, yeah, so why won't they? Tell me. I, I, well, like a lot of guys won't just go, your your foot hurts or something. You just won't go to the doctor. You won't go to the hospital. I, I don't know what it is. Are we too Too proud? embarrassed? I don't know. If, uh, well, I guess if it's working with your... Your bits there. Yeah. They'd probably be fairly embarrassing because you're like, something's not working. I don't want to go seek out. I'll go on the internet. So what would you do? Go on the internet, Dr. Google. That's terrible because it can actually, you know, I I was actually in the store recently and and this was awful, but this woman said, I'm buying a candle for snoring. And I said, it's not going to work. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're going to lose a sale here, but it's not going to work. Okay. I have to be honest. Um, You know, so you have to... It's it's about the science. It's about the evidence. I mean, you have a PhD. You know it's important to do research. It, it, and, you know, that's why you have to go. There's nothing embarrassing about it. 
there shouldn't be anything embarrassing about it. Well, if it's it. not working and you still want to uh, get at it and the person you're with wants to get at it, yes, of course. Right. You got to go. Oh, uh, You right? got to go. Yeah, exactly. But some guys play golf with their doctors. That's what they tell me. They don't want to see their doctors or, you know, whatever. But, you know, and so sometimes they, they spend an hour with me and I educate them and give them all the information and write a letter to their doctor. You know, I'm not looking for any work or anything. I'm not saying it in that way, but I'm just saying, like, you have to explain it. Again, sex is such a taboo subject. Medications can cause delayed ejaculation. Diuretics, uh, medications that make you void, water pills, antipsychotic, anti-seizure medications. Poor body image can cause delayed ejaculation. So anyway, there's lots of of things. Cultural and religious taboos can also cause it. But I don't think at 92 this guy has any cultural or religious taboos left. He just anyway, wants it to work He had properly. the sex partner and the <laughs> wife. I think he's rocking it. Anyway, when I come back, we're going to read just another one of your emails. Or you can call me, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maybe I'm going. Anyway, I wanted to land in there on some words that I knew, but I don't know them. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980. I'm here with Captain Scotty from the Jeff O'Neill Show, the world famous on 99.3 FM. Thanks for staying with me for the hour. Thanks for having me in. You're welcome. Okay, so, you know, Scotty, I know you have a big interest in this and uh, this subject of relationships and yeah, sex. Yeah, and yeah, is yeah. there some burning question that you had? Oh, I thought I wasn't supposed to. I, don't, I have to say a friend that's pregnant? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have a friend Yeah. that, um, again, it's wondering about when is uh, uh, this friend is always telling me that they like to... Uh, like to pleasure themselves and and they do it a number of times a day and a week and all that how much is too much <laughs> if they have a, a partner in their life as well is there too much oh, hang on run that by me again if, well it's is a friend it, is of it a, a friend, male so or a female it's a male friend it's a male friend yes okay and so is he wondering how much masturbation is too much masturbation yes. is that the well, question well he's still in a loving relationship with a life oh. partner oh okay yes this it's... friend of mine Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. So in other words, is this a this is on this is a great question actually because a lot of people wonder about this and often I'll say to patients in my clinical practice, female patients, well, you know, does your husband masturbate? And they'll say, I don't know. Probably. Like after like forty years of marriage, they're like, Well, maybe. You, he, I, have no I can idea. tell you right now he's cranking on it right now. I know he's cranking <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh, he's doing it again. <laughs> and now too. I know that. And I'm like, You don't know? You know, and even I had a patient who was, now let me just um, remember, uh, this was a patient who, he'd had prostate cancer in his 40s, late 40s, and he was, but she had low sexual desire. She had everything. She had bad body image, low sexual desire, vaginal dryness, which um, was painful sex. Yeah, but you know what to do for vaginal dryness, right? And not, not it's joy gel. Oh, okay, right on. Joy gel. gel. <laughs> yes. Doesn't that sound good? Anyway. Um, is that a product? It is. is that it's a brand? A product. It's a hormone-free, over-the-counter. Or that's just straight-up lube. Any sort of lube? No, this is a personal joy- moisturizer. Oh, Yeah, okay. it's a personal moisturizer. There's a lot of them. There's Gynetroph. They're hormone-free. You can buy them over-the-counter. You don't need a prescription, and they help to moisturize the vagina so it's not painful. So this woman had... Uh, uh, because she was perimenopausal or menopausal. So she had painful sex, dry vagina. 
uh, which is such a lovely subject. But nonetheless, so she had body image, dry vagina, low sexual desire. She said she was always on the low end of the continuum. But her husband had prostate cancer, and she said, you know, he's impotent anyway. So I said, well, you know, you These two have- sound like a real fun so. couple. <laughs> we should have the Johnsons over. They are a couple of peaches. If you are jealous of your neighbors, you think <laughs> <laughs> this couple, okay? I couldn't believe it. I was just like, it went from bad to worse. Yeah, they're, they, they got a couple of strikes again. That's she was the one buying a snoring candle, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. So she she, wasn't cranking on it. He was not pleasured. She snored. No, wait a minute. Uh, He was, but she didn't think he was. So anyway, he snored. They both, they were in separate bedrooms by the time I met them, okay? (laughs) Snoring candle and all. And and so um, then she said, he's impotent. And so I said, well, hang on there. Um, You know, there's treatment for that. And she said, oh, yeah, he does. He got the pump, and he does use utilize the pump, and uh, there's a Sinclair pump that people can use for to increase like blood flow. Like the Austin Power Swedish pump, kind pretty of thing? much the those same. People, yeah, those with are the, out there. People are using with, them with the penile. Yes, absolutely. Right with on. the penile ring at the end, you know, you can't keep the that penile ring on for twenty or thirty minutes, longer than twenty or thirty minutes. You have to keep the blood in there. So he was doing that. So I said, listen, you know, there's a risk if you're in a sexless marriage. There's a big risk for cheating. Well, let's get straight up here. And she said, oh, but you know, he's impotent, so he wouldn't. And I said, well, you said he had the pump. So, you know, she because she found remnants of the pump in the, you know, in the bathroom or whatever. So she said, well, he might be using his pump. I said, I think he is using his pump and he might actually take his pump outside to play with his friends as well. <laughs> and so she said, yeah, you might be right. Well, as it turned out, there had been some other uh, issues in the relationship years before, right? Which could have affected her libido, but we won't get into that. Um, so he had gone out before, you know, and so now he's, you got a pump now. Right. Oh, but, yeah. you know, you can back just in slip into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, back into the game. You can slip into the bathroom. And, Are you balancing the tires know. in there? No. <laughs> It's getting her ready. <laughs> yeah, so that's such a great question. So a lot of people don't, a lot of women don't realize that their male partners actually do masturbate. Uh, but it's not enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean Gotta that. Gotta do it more? No, no. No, it's, it's, uh, it's never enough. No, it is, well, they would rather be having intimate relations with another human being, right? right? Yes. So yeah. the masturbation's one thing. But they don't quite get the sexual satisfaction. So to be honest with you, I have guys say to me, I masturbate three times a week. Is that too much? And they have a lot of issues around cultural issues or religious issues. And I'm like, three times a week? No, you're good. You know, like you meant, you know, there's some that are like 30 times a day. 30, a no, day? No, no, they're not that much. But, you know, a lot, you know. Three, four, five, six times a day, yeah. A lot of people with anxiety, you know, might be um, masturbating quite frequently. Right. Men and women. So well, it's, Women are going 30 times a day, a week. Uh, you know what? A lot, women will self-stimulate a lot more than they will have partner sex. A lot of women who have low sexual desire and don't, and we got to wrap up here, but a lot of women who have low sexual desire and not sexually active with their partners still do self-stimulate or use the womanizer, the best sex toy out there. You've seen it. You've given it out on your show. It's a clitoral yes. suckling device. We're going to go to break. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Like any good romp in the hay, it's got to be over. <laughs> And this hour is coming to a close. I can't believe it, Scotty. We're, but just, just, we're just getting fired up on we, all the crank talk there and self-pleasuring and self-stimulation and all that stuff. We're just getting started. Did I answer your question about how much masturbation? You know, it's okay as long as you're not um, you're not chafing your penis, you're not injuring yourself, you're right, not... Yes. 
you're not, you know, staying away from your partner and not having, you know, um, well, that might be a good idea to stay away from your partner. She might appreciate that for a while. Um, but, you know, as long as you're not, you're able to go to work. And you are. Yeah. You're able to go to work every oh, morning. Friend. You turn up at six. Oh, it's not you, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot. This yeah, the friend. friend of mine. Yes, yeah. doesn't do a radio show. No, no. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's interesting, like, a lot of people wonder about that, and they wonder, you know, what's normal. And, you know, couples don't talk about sex with each other either. They don't talk about what feels good, what they enjoy. They talk about everything else, talk about finances, talk about They don't even talk about finances either, though. No, they don't. They talk about the kids. They talk about work. They talk about the house, but they don't talk about the finances. It's a big problem in, in relationships really? is the finances. People don't talk about fi- How does no, that work? No, they don't. You're paying for a mortgage together how to, or whatever you're doing? You know, I have wealth management guys coming into me. Their relationships are breaking up, and they don't know whether to release a new Lexus. or. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're on crack. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, are, you're a wealth management guy. Like, I can barely balance a checkbook. So, you know, uh, you know just bring in your bills. I'll show you. So then uh, one guy ended up... Keeping his Lexus, I said, keep the Lexus, just get, you know, borrow some money, make payments, you know, budget. He got to keep his condo as a result of my financial advising. Oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, that was excellent, good huh? For you. Since I don't have a penny in the <laughs> bank, <laughs> it was miraculous. Because you're spending all the money on those womanizers and flashlights and stuff. No, it's the uh, intimate chopper. I mean, the ultimate chopper, not the intimate chopper. Anytime <laughs> I see Maureen, she has a woman, you have some sort of sex toy on you, in your pocket, wherever, you've got it. She Always. literally has a food chopper. On the oh. table here. I'm <laughs> two, like, I'm like, two food choppers. What am I doing wrong in the bedroom? Because I've never brought the food chopper in. <laughs> Great to have you here, Scotty. You'll have to come back for sure. I have a whole room at home dedicated just to sex toys. That's it. So when guests come over, I have to take them all out, undo them anyway. Well, great to have you. You know where you can find Scotty. You can find me at my website, backtothebedroom.ca. Follow me on Twitter. Remember, buy the shoes, eat the cake, have the affair. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're what? listening. To, I'm kidding. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.